Hi, happy Monday. This is Michelle Kanan of Radically Selfish. I am coming at you live from my grandma's house <laughs> in Rockville, Maryland. Um, and yeah, you can see it's a different view today. I'm in my um, grandma and grandpa's study, all their books on the wall, a lot of my culture and heritage here. I'm just down in Maryland um, taking care of my grandma. She just had some surgery. Um, she's 85 years old. She is amazing. She's a rock star. She goes hiking every day for four miles and she does dance tours <laughs> across the world. Um, so I definitely come from a powerful stock of women. <laughs> Actually, funny story is my grandma blocked me on um, on Facebook, <laughs> I found out a couple of months ago. We were on vacation together in December and I was trying to send her something on Messenger and I couldn't and it's because she doesn't like my cursing. She doesn't like my cursing and she also doesn't like my selfishness. Although she loves me, she made it very clear and she thought she was just blocking a post where I was using profane language. Um, but she actually ended up blocking me, her firstborn grandchild. So I had to deal with that. Hey, Lisa, <laughs> great to see you. And Sarah and Jill and Kate uh, and Silhen and everyone on Facebook and everyone on Instagram. It's good to be together. Um, the story that I just told about my grandma blocking me, <laughs> um, I actually get that, uh, not a lot I would say, but let's just say that the more um, myself I am, the more outspoken I become, or what I feel is like the more true that I am and the more I stop censoring myself, the more people just tend to have um, reactions. Um, and it's almost like in a way that um, the more I can like fully be me, I don't know if you have this experience, it just brings things to the surface quicker. Um, and at first that was something like I was really afraid of actually, like I was afraid of people's reactions um, and what they would think about me and, um, and their kind of like negative feedback or their criticism. But I learned something really important, which I actually learned in marketing when I was in my marketing career a long time ago. I just had to learn to incorporate that into my own life is that um, the, more, the more true you can be, um, it's not just that there's gonna be people that don't accept it, but there's gonna be so many people that do accept it. And that's actually the most important part is that the more honest you can be and the more real and the more yourself that you can be, the more you start to magnetize um, people around you um, that really will love you for who you are. And the more you'll start attracting opportunities and relationships and situations that really like fit in with um, who you are and like what you're about instead of constantly like feeling a struggle of um, uh, like trying to fit into other people because that's not actually like who you are you're like playing a game or or you're not being like your true self you know I don't know if anyone else has experienced that but you can give me um, you can give me like a like or a what's up about that but it's true you know and it's been something that I had to go through, um, really walk through the fire, but it's been an incredibly liberating experience for me where there has been 
pain, you know, I've had to let go of some relationships or I've had to leave certain situations that weren't serving me and, and those that was difficult to go through, but they were massive growth experiences and what it really does is it, um, it allows you to connect with who you're supposed to be connected with and it allows you to create relationships with people that they want to be in relationship with you where there's that like real connection there where there's that real understanding and that like real growth opportunity there and this really leads me into my teaching for today which is on the topic a very liberating concept that uh, I learned uh, just you know over the course of the last year which is that we don't have to believe what we think and I think that's like a huge celebration thing for me. That makes me really, really freaking happy because there's so many thoughts running through our head all the time. And if we're not careful, um, we don't realize that we can separate ourselves from those thoughts. Like we just think that we are our thoughts. And um, when I first heard this concept, I was like, well, yeah, of course, like, this is my mind, this is my brain, this is inside of me, like, it's the control tower that's operating everything, like, this is me, this is who I am. And I learned other lessons um, from my family, from growing up, from society, and one of those lessons was that people don't change. And that wasn't, like, a positive lesson that I learned, that was, like, a negative lesson that I learned, you know, that, like, Oh, that person will never change, you know, like once an asshole, always an asshole or, um, you know, like, well, if the relationship isn't working out, that person will never change. So you might as well, like, give up on it or like walk away or, you know, lick your wounds or whatever. Um, but it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> and what's really cool about that is, you know, the, the phrase is people don't change. But if we internalize that as a belief, guess what? your people too. And so it starts to teach you the belief that you as a people will not change. You as a person are not capable of change. And that's just a total crock of BS, actually. It's such a limiting belief. It's such a disempowering belief. Um, and when we believe that, either about ourselves or about others, well, then we feel like you know, this is how life is and um, nothing works out and like I'm not in control of anything and I just have to like deal with whatever's flying at me. And and you can even hear like when I'm talking like that, I don't seem really happy. <laughs> I don't seem like really excited. I don't seem really engaged in um, in the process of life or in like being in control of my destiny but we're all in control of our destiny. I mean, we might not know what's gonna happen like at the end, and maybe it, whatever you believe, maybe it's predetermined. Hey, D, I don't know who you are, but hey. <laughs> um, we might not know what's gonna happen at the end, but you can be um, in the driver's wheel in your journey of life, and you can make decisions that feel really good for you, right? That's something that we talk about every week is about claiming our power is about taking back our power, is about um, being a co-creator in this journey. That even if we believe that like there's something else out there that's controlling everything, um, we still have a part of it. And so even if you believe that there's nothing out there controlling everything, well then guess what? You definitely have a part of it too. Like you are 
inside of this sweet popsicle skeleton. Like this is your control tower. You are teaching this body how to operate. You are giving the commands. So you actually have like full control over what's going on inside of you. Now, the cool thing is dealing with the control tower up there. I mean, how many of you have had um, like a limiting thought in your life? And if you don't raise your hand right now, you're totally lying to me. <laughs> so we can all feel comfortable knowing that um, we have limiting thoughts all the time. We have self-deprecating thoughts. We have fear-based thoughts. Um, part of the experience of being human is um, that there's a lot of stuff that's constantly going on in our minds and in our experience. And generally, it's based on um, things that have happened to us in the past. So there's this way that we're operating in the present moment, but it's based on lessons or programming that happen at some point previously in our lives. So that can be um, something that happened five minutes ago, or that can be something that happened when you were like five years old. Um, but as long as it was like impactful enough to leave some kind of mark or some kind of lesson inside of you, then you taught yourself or something taught you, let's whatever, let's just say that, um, a way about how life works or how people work or, um, or uh, just about, yeah, just about like the laws of life, the lessons of life. And so I'm asking, um, oh, so I have a couple questions on Instagram. Someone's saying, how do you control your mind and your thoughts? So the first thing is that you can stop needing to approach it like control. I'd say the very first thing is first just having this kind of awareness, right? Knowing that everything that's going on up here was programmed inside of you. Like I know from being uh, an NLP coach, a neuro-linguistic programming coach, that one of the presuppositions in NLP is that um, they, we treat our minds, we can treat our minds like a computer. And NLP was developed in the 70s around the same time um, that computer coding and computer language was being developed. So, um, so the people that were developing NLP started to think about our minds as computers too and started thinking, well, okay, if you can program a computer, why couldn't you reprogram your mind? It's an interesting concept, right? And so if you can presuppose, right, let's, let's make an assumption or let's like open our minds to belief, which is one way that you can reprogram your mind, right, by allowing like new beliefs and new concepts to enter, then you can start to have an awareness, right, that there's things that are going on in our brains right now that maybe somebody else put in there. Or that maybe were true 10 years ago, 10 hours ago, when, when we were 10 years old, but maybe aren't true anymore, and yet we're still existing and operating as if they are still true, or as if that's still reality. So think back. You know, you can think about an impactful moment in your life. It could be a good one, or it could be a negative one, or something that you struggle with, right? Um, so you can start to think like one question that I learned to ask myself is why do I believe that? Another thing I started to ask myself was, is this true? And that's going to lead me into the teaching for this week. We're going to look at um, something called the work by Byron Katie, which has been 
immensely helpful for me in my life. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Byron Katie or what she has developed for many people. It's amazing. Um, but that's what I mean about awareness is starting to look at what is running through your head. What are the things that we're thinking and not just accepting them or believing them, but making this kind of like separation or this kind of space where you just get to watch or inquire. And I don't know if you guys, um, if you meditate or if you've heard other people talking about meditation, that one of the meditation techniques is to um, watch your thoughts. So this is one way of watching your thoughts. It's not necessarily with your eyes, you know, stuff that's happening like in here. So one way that you can watch your thoughts is just to be aware and just to observe or pay attention to what those thoughts are. So meditation is cool because you're creating a quiet space for yourself to just have those thoughts because if you're not being busy or bothered by stuff that's going on around you, you can just pay attention to what's coming up in here. And some things might be mundane, you know, there might be like shopping lists or things that, you know, you need to do that day. And some things might be beliefs or habitual thinking or, um, or patterns that are in there. And if you ever stopped and wondered, like, why do I think that? Why do I believe that? Or let's say when you're like fighting with somebody, I know that this happens with me if I'm like in a struggle with somebody. Generally, I'm in a struggle because I have an attachment to an outcome or a way that I think that um, things should be. That's generally what happens when we fight is we really want something to be one way. Somebody wants something to be in another way. And there's some kind of like conflict or battle because we're on our opposing sides and we're like trying to get the other person to join us. And a lot of times it's because we have a set belief or idea about how things should be or how they should see the world too, or that they should agree with us. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Hey, Meryl. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, some things that are true for us and that are good for us are not good or true for other people. Yeah, anyone can ask a question at any time, of course. I'm happy to answer all your questions. And once we start to question that, once we start to realize that we can question those kinds of things, it really opens a lot of possibility for us. Because if we don't have to accept our thoughts or other people's thoughts or beliefs as being true, well, suddenly it gives us so many other options. And again, this isn't an issue or something if your belief is serving you, if your thoughts are serving you, right? Like if one of my beliefs is that um, I'm the bomb, I'm the best, that these Facebook lives, these Instagram lives are revolutionary or life-changing, that people love them, well, great, <laughs> right? That gives me like confidence and that gives me joy and that really allows me to serve you and that means more people are watching them every week and there's like momentum and growth and so cool. But if I had a belief that was limiting or negative or full of fear, like um, I don't know if I'm good enough or, well, there's so many other Facebook lives out there like maybe mine is you know maybe it's not so great well imagine and think about how that would affect my performance when I'm talking to you 
or my energy or my joy in presenting these concepts to you. And imagine what happens to my magnetism from going from like, this is amazing to like, maybe it's okay. Like my magnetic energy gets um, lowered. And so I'm attracting naturally less people to me. And so my audiences would be small. And there's so many like repercussions that come from that. Right? So you can think about it too for yourself, like a beautiful um, teaching that I love that springs from this is that you, um, it, what I learned about beliefs and what beliefs are, are just thoughts that we think over and over and over again until we just accept them as total truth. That's all a belief is. So what if you started thinking other things? What if you started um, changing your thoughts? What if you started unpacking and examining the things that you always took uh, for granted as truth? And how would that change your life? How would that change your magnetism? How would that change your level of attraction? How would that change the opportunities that presented themselves to you? Interesting question, right? Can you think of anything in your life, a, a situation where um, you're, you might be doing that? You, you have a thought or a belief about something. Maybe it's about how relationships work. Maybe it's about um, what it means to make money or about what possibilities um, are available for you in this lifetime. Or your relationship with your mother or how you were treated as a child, like, you, we all have these limiting beliefs or stories. Another way to think about them is stories. There's so many stories that we tell ourselves that we start to believe like that we are our story. And look, I'm not here to say that um, we're not affected today by things that happened to us in the past because of course we are. But what I am here to say is that you can choose to decide how you want to be affected or if you want to be affected. You can rewrite your story and you can do it from so many different perspectives. So it's not, is it true or is it not true? Because that's one question that I'm going to ask you when we start to do the work with Byron Katie. But how does it affect me to believe this about myself? Or even if it is true, can you absolutely know that it's true? And even if it is true, are there many other examples or points of view or ways of thinking about the situation that might also be true? Do you have other options for yourself about what you believe, about who you are, about what you're capable of, about what life has to offer you? It's interesting to think about, right? Like imagine you could totally rewrite your story. Imagine that you could rewrite it and that doesn't mean that you have to erase any part of it. All the parts of the story can still live there but you can write about it from a totally different perspective. And maybe I'll do this as an assignment another week. That was something really powerful for me that I did in one of my trainings um, when I was studying is I got the opportunity to rewrite my life story from a whole different perspective. Because we all have these beliefs about ourselves, about the kinds of people we are, about our energy, about what we're worth. 
But remember, beliefs are just thoughts that we've thunk over and over and over again until we just accept them as true. So if there's ever a belief that isn't serving you, if there's ever a belief that's hurting you, that's holding you back, well, then you have an opportunity to start training in the other way and start to look at the thoughts that make up that belief and to make a decision that you can think anything you want. It just takes training. It just takes attention. It just takes intention. And if you do it over time, if you do it enough, just like you've trained yourself to think and believe what's currently in your head, you can also train yourself enough to think and believe something else into your head too. And that's what I mean about this erroneous phrase of people not changing. It's not true. If you have the intention, if you have the desire, and if you have the dedication and the clarity, anybody can change. Anybody can change. Okay, so I'm gonna give you one tool now, one of my favorite tools. Um, God, I have so many, that's why I do a Facebook Live every week <laughs> because I have so many tools that I've studied, that I've learned, um, that are so helpful for me. And my Facebook and Instagram Lives every week are just about that, about sharing these tools, giving them away for free, giving you access to do this work in your own life. You can do this, anybody can do this. Someone like me, a power guide, a transformational mentor, I'm just here to give you structure, to give you accountability, to give you extra support. Um, that's why I'm creating this amazing program called Do You that's launching in April um, to really allow powerful women to connect with their inner desires and to go after the things that they want in their lives. Because some people, just like if you go to the gym, you can buy a gym membership and you can say, I'm going to work out. And then you maybe don't go, even though you had the best of intentions. <laughs> or maybe you go to the gym, but then you see somebody working with a personal trainer and they're like getting results so much faster. That's my work. That's what I do. I get people results faster, like in a more powerful way, like with accountability structure. That's all me. But you don't need me to do this work. I'm happy to help you. I love to do this work with people, but you don't need me. So that's why I'm giving you all this stuff for free, okay? So the teaching that we're doing this week is from a master, a master. Her name is Byron Katie. You can look her up. Um, she does something called The Work, okay? It's, it's as simple as that. Um, if you want to connect with me after this live, you can just send me a DM. Um, someone's just asking me that. If you're curious about my program, if you're curious about working with me. Also, if you want to get on my mailing list, um, send me a DM. That's how I work. Every Sunday morning, I send an incredible email with a teaching for the week with these tools, right to your inbox. So you can have it for reference um, all through the week. You do it. And then on Mondays, I do an additional teaching. I join you live. You can ask me questions live. That's why I'm here. Okay, cool. So the work by Byron Katie is life-changing. And it is really easy because all of these tools are really easy. You just have to commit to doing them. Okay, so the first thing that you need to do is identify a belief that you have. Um, and generally, it's I like to identify a belief that is a troubling belief to me, something that I'm struggling with. So you can think about maybe a contentious relationship that you have um, or something that you've been, yeah, something that isn't like 
giving you life, okay? Something that's maybe like taking away your energy. So we can, I mean, everyone has something like that. I was going to say we can keep it simple. It is simple. We all struggle, right? That's like life. Buddha said it. We all struggle. Life is struggle. So I'm thinking of a situation right now, and if you have a situation, just click like or angry face or wave at me just so I know that we all have like something in our heads that we can work through together. And if you feel extra bold and you want to share with me what your situation is, you can leave a comment about it here. Um, and we can even work with somebody else's situation. We don't even have to just work with mine. It's totally cool. Cool. Um, okay, so we have a situation. So since nobody's typed it yet, I'm going to say mine. So I have in my mind a situation that I'm struggling with, and it's like a, a person that I'm struggling with, okay? And so I have a belief about this situation. And so my belief is that she doesn't respect me, okay? Because I'll tell you, now we can go into the story, right? Like, I know she doesn't respect me because if she did, she wouldn't treat me like that and she wouldn't talk to me like that and she would listen to me. And I could, I could tell you many reasons why she doesn't respect me. And all those reasons are the story of why is me um, just going into my belief, right? These are all the thoughts that I'm thinking consistently that create this belief that is unilaterally true for me that this person doesn't respect me. Excuse me. Cool. So think about it. Think about your situation now. Come up with that like one phrase, um, she doesn't respect me, or life isn't fair, or um, I never get the things that I want, or I don't know you think of something and then you can start to unpack why you believe that to be true right you can explain to yourself um the reasons why right what are all your thoughts that are leading you to this belief okay <laughs> someone's saying on instagram that they have a lot to discuss i'm sure you'll enjoy talking to me yeah everyone has a lot of beliefs okay we all do it's really fascinating once we start to unpack it for ourselves okay so now you've convinced yourself why this belief is true. Yeah. So now I'm going to ask you one of Byron Katie's first questions. And it's a yes or no question. So the question is, is this true? So if you're really caught up in this belief, then of course you want to say, yeah, of course. Like 100% it's true. The answer is yes. Okay. So for me, she doesn't respect me. I just told you a lot of reasons why she doesn't respect me. So yes, I believe that this is true. But then there's another question, which is, can you absolutely know that it's true and at first I'm tempted to say like yes of course but then I start to think a little deeper right this is also a yes or no question and yeah I can think of sometimes in my life or in the course of this relationship where this person has respected me you know not all the time not the way that I want but like I've thought about things that this person has said to me and ways this person's treated me and it's not always that they don't respect me so I can't absolutely know it's true so my answer is no so now you think about it you know even though you have this belief about the situation unpack it is that a hundred percent absolutely all the time true or not okay that's what I thought <laughs> that's what I thought you know it's another NLP presupposition is that you, it, things aren't always, it's not unanimously always that we're treated a certain way or that life always treats us or does things to us. So it's a really interesting thing to start to realize, okay? Yeah, exactly, Meryl, not, okay. So the next question is, how do you react 
what happens when you believe that thought okay so go back to your belief right so mine is she doesn't respect me and you saw my story start to go you saw my blood start to boil right like you saw me start to get worked up and it made me feel really bad about that relationship about that situation about my participation and, and I mean it just made me feel shit and it made me feel out of control and it made me feel impotent when I believe that that person doesn't respect me and I don't like feeling like that I don't want to feel like that I'm like the opposite of feeling like that you know <laughs> so think about you how do you react what happens when you believe that thought that you believe okay yeah just pay attention to it you don't have to do anything about it you can feel in your body what it feels like what your thoughts start doing like you can just really be aware okay and then the last question is who would you be without that thought and I love that question because what if I didn't think that what if I chose to believe something else which in question two can you absolutely know is true really illuminated for me that it's actually not true that this person doesn't respect me I can't absolutely know that it's true and so now this other possibility starts to open like oh shit maybe this person does respect me maybe there's another way of seeing the situation that I just wasn't open to seeing before maybe I have some responsibility in this maybe I'm choosing only to look at this story or this situation or this interaction from a certain way Whoa. <laughs> remember we talked about choices I know I know remember we talked about choices here's one right now right I told you that this was going to be a mind-altering live teaching right because you <laughs> someone put up this emoji right now right I know when I first learned this too like oh I had that same thing like holy shit like what's my responsibility in this what am I choosing to believe about the situation what am I choosing to believe about the other person is it true or is it unilaterally true maybe there's another truth that's like living alongside it maybe there's a lot of truths living alongside it and that's something called the turnaround which is the next part of the work by Byron Katie so finding the turnaround means identifying statements or realities that might be opposite or contra to that original belief but that might also be true so for example she doesn't respect me could turn into she does respect me or another turnaround might be I don't respect myself whoa okay and then <laughs> and then you can start to really unpack and play with and look like well, well what else is true here like what part of of me lives in this like creation of this story in the dynamic of this relationship in how reality works yes ooh someone's writing ooh it's fascinating it's fascinating so to say how do I control my own thoughts god that sounds like such a 
fucking struggle, right? That sounds like you saying, don't think that, don't think that, don't believe that, you know, and you know what happens. We all know what happens. The more we fight something, the more we resist something, the more it becomes all about that thing. So it's not about controlling. It's not about clamping down on. It's not about fighting against anything. It's just about questioning. It's just about using tools, brilliant tools that are out there to start to question and unpack and separate ourselves from what we believe is true, from the reality that we've spent our whole lives creating. It's amazing. Yeah, and you know, someone's writing right now, yikes, I gotta practice. Chill, yeah, definitely. Why don't you think about it instead of as pressure and as like something that you have to do and you have to master? Just be curious. Like you get to start to be a detective. You get to start to question. You get to start to break the cords of how you've been controlling yourself or limiting yourself. And it's a beautiful, really cool, really empowering and interesting practice. So no pressure, right? We, we know how to go into like pressure mode. There's no need for that. You just get to start to see things in a new way. You get to just literally start to liberate your mind from the beliefs that you trained yourself to believe over time. So if that sounds cool to you, give me one of these, give me a like, let me know what you think. Like, and also if it's doable, if it feels doable to you, or if you have any questions, I can help you more, like answer you more. But I want you to already feel like the kind of space that you've created for yourself here. Like the possibility and the opportunity and notice nothing about that situation changed. That person or that thing is still the same. What's different is you. And it's always about you. It's always about yourself. That's why when you hear gurus or teachers say the answer is inside of you, that's what they mean that everything is already inside of you. It's just a matter of willingness to go there, to ask the questions, to create that kind of space. So in note of that, I already want you to honor yourself that we've been on this live for almost 40 minutes, only 40 minutes, and that shift that you've been able to make for yourself. And Daniela is asking me on Facebook Live, do you clarify with that person? Do you ask that person? You can, but I want to say that it's not about that person. It's always about you. So I don't know what the question would be, but I think that once you start to, um, how do I say this? Once you start to create other options, that one doesn't become the most important one. Does that make sense? Or there's other tracks to that story. You know what I mean? And it doesn't become this one reality that's just about something outside of us that's controlling us, but it gives us so much more power on the inside. So I would say if your gut is saying, or you're already like, I want to ask that other person, I think you're still making it about that other person. So come back inside of yourself. Do the work with yourself. Question yourself. That is going to be the number one most empowering thing that you can do. And you can do it from anywhere in the world. <laughs> Someone's asking, where am I? I'm in, well, I'm in Maryland right now, although I live in Brooklyn, in New York. That we can do this work together. We don't need 
um, I was going to say, we don't need to be in communication with that person or that struggle. Like I've been able to create this kind of space for myself and it, ha and I haven't even talked to the person that I, that I believed didn't respect me. Cause yeah, maybe she doesn't respect me, but at the same time, maybe I don't respect her or maybe she does respect me or maybe I don't respect myself. And suddenly I have so much more to play with. It's and so much more to, to be in charge of, to, to feel empowered by. Cool. <laughs> a lot of interesting stuff for a Monday, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why I love sending my emails on Sunday to set the tone for the week and doing these lives on a Monday because you can really change the course of your week, okay? So I'm going to invite you this week to, um, to pick another situation. You can pick one every day, anything that you're struggling with. It doesn't matter. Anything could come up. You might have a shitty client at work or somebody might push you on the subway or you might have a fight with somebody or maybe you have an amazing week but there's something from your past that's like dogging you. Use this tool, okay? If you can't remember what these questions are, shoot me a DM, um, write me. I'll put you on my mailing list. You'll get these questions um, or you'll get these teachings once a week or I can send you it now. Um, and if you want to Google, it's The Work by Byron Katie. She's awesome. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining me today. There are a lot of new faces today, and I think it's really cool. Yeah, because my belief about what I'm doing, what I'm speaking about, what I'm sharing, I feel really inspired and enlightened. And so my magnetic energy calls you all in. So I'm psyched <laughs> to have you all here. Um, if you know anybody else that is struggling, that's really fucking stuck with something, that has this deep belief that they can't shake from, send them this video, put them in touch with me, get them on my mailing list, tell them about the work. It's life-changing, okay? And that's what I'm all about, changing lives, up-leveling lives. We can all do it. All of us are both very special and not special at all. So if you need any more help or support, hit me up. I'm Radically Selfish. If you want more info on my group, Do You, it's going to be a six-week life-changing group course together. I'm so excited to launch it in April. Hit me up about that so we can chat one-on-one. -on -one. I'm really excited to uh, get to know you guys better, to support you more, and have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. It's such a great start to my week to do these lives with you guys. I love you. Any questions, I'm here. Have a beautiful day, guys. Bye. <laughs>